News, laws, and regulations are changing by the day. We get it. It's hard to stay on top of it all. That's why ADP is here to guide you with up-to-the-minute compliance expertise to help you navigate these complex times so you can pay your people accurately and on time, regardless of changes in legislation. When you rely on us for payroll and HR, you're trusting us to help you take care of your people. It's what we've been doing for over 70 years, and that's not about to change. ADP, HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, or if it's your first time visiting, then welcome to the Leadership Detective podcast. Um, in this episode, episode 13, we thought we'd come at this slightly differently. We thought sometimes the best way to learn what to do is to learn what not to do. So we approached it in that way, a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's not really meant to be flippant. So I hope you get some good uh, learning from the messages here. Um, enjoy. Speak to you soon. And we're live. So... Good day, Albert. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Good afternoon. It's coming to the end of the week, Neil. Ready for a weekend. Ready for a weekend. I know, isn't it? It's been um, yeah, it's been an interesting week for me because I'm in quarantine at the moment, so not allowed to leave the house. And uh, but it's given me a chance to get on and do lots of stuff online with YouTube and so on. So, um, so back, you got back Monday, right? Monday, Tuesday from your travels. Yeah, yeah earlier this week. Okay. So, um, but it's just great. I've got, I had got t- two weeks now I didn't expect to have, so I've got t- lots of stuff to focus on and get done. And um, so I'm quite excited about it. And one of the things that I want to spend time on is developing this YouTube channel and, and the podcast as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so thanks to everyone for all the great feedback you've given us. Uh, we're into episode 13 now. It's great to be be able to keep having these conversations and keep adding value to you as leaders or as aspiring leaders. So thank you for uh, your comments, your feedback and your subscriptions. We are moving over to a new YouTube channel soon. So you'll have to subscribe again, but uh, more about that when it's it's up and running. Exactly. Anyway, today's conversation is really excited about today's conversation because if you want to be a really crap leader, (laughs) we're going to tell you how. Okay, so this today we're going to talk about our top seven tips for being a really, really bad leader. And this came about because Albert and I had a, a conversation with my coach, the lovely Yana, who, uh, who gave us some thoughts and ideas. And she, and she said, you know, what would be really interesting is to know what peeves you about leadership. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, peeves is a very very soft term it's not a term you hear very often actually but it's a very soft term when it comes to what annoys you about bad leadership because i feel a lot stronger than peeved about some of these things we're going to talk about today yeah yeah so yeah so great if you want to keep what keep watching if you want to be a great leader also keep watching if you want to know what to avoid what pitfalls to avoid in uh, in in being a leader so i guess the challenging thing neil is you and i are used to being positive you and I are used to focusing on what you should do and how you make things better. Right, yeah. Trying to find difficult, trying to find the wrong things is quite tough, right? Well, once you get, once you get rolling, though. That was interesting. Yeah, so we've just taken 20 and got it down to seven. And, um, and it, some of those are kind of like compacted three things into one, but we called it one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's true. I mean, it, it's hard to be positive and think negatively, but we'll, we'll give it a go. So, top tip number one, if you want to be a crap leader, is be invisible. Make sure your team don't see you, don't communicate with the team, 
they, they kind of wonder who you are, where you are, what you've been doing. So that would be number one. Albert, comments on that? Yeah, yeah. So I'd add to that, um, stay in your office and focus your time on talking to your boss about you and the things that make you special and important. Right? Not yeah. your team, yeah. right? but, but, but focus on that. And don't, don't go out, don't let people see you. And if you're going to the toilet and you pass anyone that works for you, ignore them. Yeah. Right? And the, the other thing is, you know, so especially at the moment, we're all working at home. Make sure you don't set up regular calls with people to check in on how they're doing. Or the, the usual kind of, I, you know, I work with a company who one of the people I work with said to me, I've been in lockdown for three months and I haven't heard from my boss once. And <laughs> that's being invisible. Um, you know, so, and it doesn't mean, you know, it should, it's, it's not about being needy. Uh, either but just show you care yeah. um, and don't have you shouldn't have to think too hard about showing you care because if you think too hard about showing you care then you're you're doing it falsely rather than yeah. doing it. but yeah. no so be be visible be there because people need to see you yeah actually in the press this week we've had boris johnson being criticized for being away at a critical time being invisible because he's away on holiday camping and okay he's on holiday fine but it's kind of important people need to see their leaders when things aren't going right yeah um anything else you want to add on that one no i think that's good i think that's probably enough of what you need to do guys to be doing it really badly okay so number two then albert so i would say also don't tell your team what the vision and mission is all about don't get your team on board about why you're there and why the business is trying to achieve what it's trying to achieve. Don't inspire them, right? Let them do their own thing and don't communicate well on how well you're tracking to that, right? Yeah. Keep that to yourself. Because if, if, if your team know that there's a common direction, the danger is they won't go off in all directions doing things that aren't relevant to the cause. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's not what we're looking for here. We're looking for a disjointed team yeah. that doesn't buy into a common vision, a common goal, a common uh, outcome. So I don't think there's too much more to say about that, Neil, unless you want to add anything to that. No, I think, and vision. I think, um, yeah, that communication, just, it's about communication. Again, as, as Albert said, make sure you're, you're not communicating um, where you want your team to be going. You know, make sure that they're kept in the dark a bit, you know, that they don't know, if there's a company vision, if there is a company vision, because your boss might be a poor leader as well. <laughs> if there is a if there is a company vision, make sure your team don't know what it is. Yeah. Really, really important. Because if they know what it is, they might know how their job is contributing to that. Yeah. And that might make them feel good. And poor leaders don't want that. We don't want to be doing any of that stuff. Well, have you got one new? Another one you'd like to put on the table? So number number three is for goodness sake, don't trust your team. It's yeah. really, really important that when you give them a task to do. You check up with them regularly. You interfere with them. You pop down. You tell them how to do it. You know, you tell them, this is, I, you know, I don't trust you doing this. So I'm going to tell you how to do it. So really important that you overmanage and interfere because you don't trust your team. Yeah, don't. Um, I think you're absolutely right. Don't, don't let them know the reasons that it needs to be done. Just inspect and check every single thing they're doing. Overmanage them as much as you can, yeah. lots of time. If you can demotivate them by fiddling with everything they're doing, that would be really useful 
to achieve the goal we've got here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because, you know, someone who's really capable, really skilled, really qualified, really, really likes to be checked up on on a regular basis just to make sure that they're doing it in the right way. Yeah. You know, it, it's not demotivating at all. It's not demotivating to be checked up on. <laughs> so it's okay to be yeah. asked questions about why you're doing it in a certain way. So no, that's number three, isn't it? So three. number four. Number four, let's try not to be consistent, right? Because if you're consistent, they're going to be able to get their mind in gear. They're going to be able to stay on, on mission. Change your priorities constantly, right? So when they've put a lot of effort into creating an outcome for you that you've asked them to go and deal with, move off of that. Go for something else instead. Yeah. Right? Don't be consistent and don't stay focused on the same set of priorities so yeah. that people can buy into it and feel that they know what's happening on an ongoing basis. There's a company I work for where the boss is an, he's a black belt in this, absolute black belt in this. <laughs> where it, 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 yeah, so, so, and, and he's, 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 he's a good leader and he's very enthusiastic about what he does. And this is a different company than the company I was talking about before, before anyone gets paranoid. <laughs> so, um, no, but, but this guy's brilliant at coming up with a really, really good idea on Monday and getting the whole team focused on lots of work and action around that idea on Monday. And they come back on Tuesday and go, right, we did all that work. You said, oh, no, that's not important anymore. Now what I need you to do is focus on this because I had this idea overnight or I read this in the paper. Yeah. So that inconsistency is really key if you want to be a, um, a poor leader. And just that, you know, what was important today can't be important tomorrow. Right? Yeah. So you've got to keep changing your priority. That's really, really key. Yeah. So, so number five, and this is a this is really real passion for us because we've we've seen this in a, in great poor leaders, we've seen this consistently is that aggressive leadership style. So make sure you blame your team. If something doesn't go right, it's their fault. They screwed up. It's not your fault. They they didn't do a good enough job. They didn't have the right skills. It was their fault, not your fault. Make sure you're blaming them. And. Also, make sure you personally don't take any ownership for anything that goes wrong. Yeah. It can't be, it definitely can't be your fault. It has to be the team's fault. Yeah, well, look, they come to work every day to screw up, right? That's, that's what they're there. They're just here to collect the money, right? They're not here to <laughs> add value to our business, right? Correct, so yeah. You, you remember that. Also, I think it's worth having some really unreasonable demands and expectations on them. If you really want to be a poor leader, I agree, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, get them to meetings that they don't need to be at, spend a lot more time on things that are, when they've done some work, get them to do extra work on that. Just just be unreasonable in your request. And by the way, right, this is not about working nine to five. This is about, you, you're committed to this job. Yeah. You're on call every time I need you, all right? Exactly. So, you know, make sure you, you set meetings in personal time. Make sure you expect your team to work in the evenings set meetings on a Sunday, you know, make yeah. sure that, and, and you know, if they don't turn up, what kind of commitment is there to your business? Yeah. They're not there. So yeah, really, really important as a poor leader that you set unreasonable expectations and you encroach on people and you don't respect people's personal time and personal space. Excellent. 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 Yeah. So let's go for number six, right? Cause in number six, from what we just talked about in number five, there's going to be some situations that are going to come up there that are difficult conversations that need to be had. Don't have them. Right. right? Avoid those difficult conversations, right? 
because some of those conversations could actually help your employee improve. That can help them develop. They can help the business get better. And it deals with the root causes, right? Don't do that, right? Deal with symptoms. Stand to the side of anything difficult. Don't be brave, right? For goodness sake, as a leader, don't be brave or courageous, right? You've got to be, you know, to be a really, really poor leader, you've got to make sure that if you've got a poor employee, for example, you're not dealing with that poor employee. You're moving them to another department. Yes. You make sure, yeah. you know, someone else deals with them, not you. Good call. Yeah, Good call. make sure you, and sell them to the other department as being a fantastic employee, Good but call. Don't, don't deal with it. And if the team has a problem, just avoid the topic. It'll go away eventually. Don't worry about it. It'll go away. Don't try well, and take it head on. Yeah, what we could do is we can bring in the invisible bit, right? We could just stay out the way. Stay out the way, yeah. Stay when things are hard, stay out, when things are going well, obviously, make sure you're there. Well, I need to because I've got to tell my boss. Don't forget, I'm telling my boss about how good I am, right? You've got to take the credit, right? Um, You're right. You're so, right. Number, so that's number six, and, and uh, really important to avoid difficult conversation. Number seven is you know, really, really important. Make sure that you are not recognizing the team. You're not recognizing their performance. You're not recognizing them on an individual basis. Um, so just make sure you're not recognizing your team. Yeah. And look, if you've got if you've got a big team, um, also don't appreciate that all different people need recognition in different ways. Right? Yeah. Right. So so you just you know one size fits all. Right. The fact that somebody might have a family or somebody doesn't have a family, the fact that someone has certain skills or doesn't have certain skills, don't differentiate in any of that. Right. It's one size fits all. If I've got any recognition, take what I've got. End of. Right. Yeah. I think that's really important because. They might be people, but they're not really people. They're just numbers, right? So just treat them all exactly the same. Oh, no, no, actually, that's not true because poor leaders have favourites. Ah. They you know, they'll have their favourites that they like going down the pub with, that they play golf with. So yeah. they'll make sure they're getting the pay rises, the promotions. So, so poor leaders are really good at, at favouritism. So make sure you have your favourites, you look after them, they're the people you're going out for. You know, the, the people who have families who can't come for a beer with you in the evening, mm. you know, they're obviously not your favourites because they don't spend time with you. Well, they're not, they're not the in group, right? They're not the, in, they're not the inner circle, right? And it's really um, important as a leader you create that inner circle and that elitism yeah. uh, within your team. So that's really important. See if you can create an environment of not inclusiveness but exclusiveness. That would be really good, actually, if there's something yeah. you can do there. Okay, that would be really useful. I'll tell you what, Matt, I think we've got some great clues here, right? Yeah, you do this stuff, you are there. Yeah, You're exactly. Talking. So, you know, the leadership detectives strike again <laughs> and are, are uncovering the, the real secrets of being and dissecting the real secrets of being a poor leader. Yeah. And so I'm hoping those seven tips have been really helpful for you. If you want to be a poor leader, if you want to excel at being a poor leader, Maybe watch this a couple of times just so you've got it and you've written it down, all the key points. But, but you know, I wish you all the best. And I personally wish you all the best. I'm sure Albert wish you all the best in your task of being a poor leader. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I would say, though, guys, is maybe Neil and I haven't hit them all, right? So if you think you've got some tips on how to be a really poor leader, either that you're trying to exercise yourself or you've seen other people exercise, drop them in the comments, right? Tell yeah. us where you've seen some really poor leadership and how that can really help take you to the top of the stack of being the worst leader possible. Any great examples of poor leadership, 
gladly accepted. No names, please. We don't want to have any uh, online fights, but you know, you, it'll be obvious who they are, and you know who they are. Yeah. Anyway, in all seriousness, we hope this has been useful to you. Thank you for signing up again. It was fun to do. Um, Albert, any final comments? No, no, guys. Thank you very much for this. I hope it's been useful. I hope it's added some value for us. Um, please do subscribe if you're not already subscribed on our channel. Um, as Neil said, watch out for what's coming down the line. So the leadership detectives are uh, continued dissecting what makes good leadership. But today we chose to look at what makes bad leadership. Thank yeah. you very much for your time. Thanks, everyone. Good to see you, Albert. Take care. All the best, guys. Speak again. Cheers. So hi guys, I hope you found that useful. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, if you haven't already, please do subscribe, uh, which will allow you to get the updates as we go through. Um, if the platform that you're listening on allows you to leave a rating, it would be really good if you did. Thank you very much for joining us for your time in episode 13. Look forward to seeing you in episode 14 and beyond. Speak to you soon. Cheers guys, take care. Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. LocalWorks by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with LocalWorks and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit yahoosmallbusiness.com slash local to find out more. Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. LocalWorks by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with LocalWorks and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit yahoosmallbusiness.com slash local to find out more.